Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stuck back for Arfield. One up early. Scott Arfield. He's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. What a goal from Robbie Blake! Burnley's first goal in the Premier League is something very, very special. Wade Elliott has that change of pace and he's got away from Montgomery. It's the path of McCann and the follow-up finds the net. What a strike from Wade Elliott. A bolt from the Clarendon Blue. I mean, if there's any justice in the world, Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Yeah! Michael Kellan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley are level and deserve to be! Hello everybody and welcome back to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redmond, ahead of this weekend's game against Coventry City at Turf Moor, Saturday, 3 o'clock. Well, we're back. It's been a while since I've done one of these, hasn't it? I think it's exactly a month today. What day are we on? No, the 12th. Month and one day. Um, apologies. I think the last time I did one was a QPR pre-game show. But it is what it is. Uh, those of you that listen to the show, watch a lot, know that you know I have a little boy, self-employed. 
sometimes I just get a little bit too busy. Um, and one thing I had to give, and I can't stop being a dad for a month, can I? So um, the podcast had to give for a little bit, but I, I'm sure I'm sure you all understand. And thank you for all the messages. There's been a lot of people messaging, so I like saying, "What's going on? What are you doing it?" I didn't realize people cared that much, but um, thank you. Um, but what a, what a Christmas it's been as well. It's been a shame that I've not been doing these podcasts, hasn't it? Because we have been on absolute fire since the end of the World Cup, haven't we? Of course, before the World Cup with Dick Blackburn three 0 um, then after the World Cup, we did QPR 3-0. Uh, then we beat Middlesbrough 3-1. Got beat against Manchester United in the Cup, but give a very good account of ourselves. Beat Birmingham City 3-0. Uh, beat Stoke 1-0. Beat Swansea 2-1. And then, of course, we've just beaten Bournemouth in the third round of the FA Cup. We have been in absolute sensational form. Um, and it's one of them, isn't it? Like... When you're in great form, you just always feel like it's going to carry on, but it, it it doesn't work like that, does it? Eventually, it will always it will always come to an end. And of course, we had the bad news today that Taylor Harewood Bellis uh, will be spending a few months out on the sidelines, uh, and that does worry me ahead of this weekend's game because, of course, they've got a very very good striker uh, in the big Swede, Victor Jairokis. I'm going to be asking Miles in a minute if I'm pronouncing that right because I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Um, but he's of course been in good form this season. There's been rumours that Burnley are interested in, uh, interested in him, but probably in the same sort of level that I'm interested in Mila Kunis um, it's just not not that I don't think we can't afford him or anything like that I just think with teams like Everton and Premier League clubs are sniffing around we're, we're never going to stand the chance are we um, but um, yeah he's, he's, he's a very very good striker there's there's a reason why some Premier League clubs are interested in him and we didn't need THB to be out uh, for this game um, it's going to be um, interesting to see what we do I would personally go with Charlie Taylor I know a few people have gone with McNally um, but and McNally looked good against Bournemouth, but he looked a little bit shaky on the ball. I think defensively he's good enough, but we play in a style now where you have to be defensively good and good on the ball, um, like THB and Bayer both are. I'm not sure McNally's quite there yet on the ball. Um, Charlie Taylor's not, to be fair. So there is that side of the argument. I just feel that Charlie Taylor is better on the ball than McNally, but McNally's probably better defensively anyway. Um, but we'll get into all that, um, I'm sure. I'm going to bring in Miles now. Uh, you'll recognise him. He's been on the show before when we had a chat about Ian Matson signing, of course, on loan from Chelsea. But he played for Coventry last season. How are you doing, Miles? You all right? Yeah, good evening. Thanks for having us on again. No, thank you. You were a very, very good chatter last time. So as soon as Glenn from, because uh, obviously you're, you're from Sky Blues Fan TV, I should get that in there very quickly if you want to check them out, do check them out. As soon as Glenn said, I'll, I'll ask Miles if he's free. I'm like, oh, buzzing, I like Miles. I, can, I, I, I hope Miles is free. But it's good to see you again, mate. You have a good Christmas and New Year and all that? Yeah, thank you. As well, yeah, it wasn't too bad at all, mate. I got what well, I don't know if you've had it up there, but everyone down here has been getting this um tickly cough and nose yeah. running and down here. It's been a bit of a night, to be honest. So I think it's been going around everywhere, but yeah, got through it and uh, New Year's out the way now. And um, yeah, hopefully the future's looking bright after this week's news. So yeah, really good. Yeah, of course. Uh, what is it a takeover you've been involved in this week? Then up in, sort of say down in Coventry. <laughs> is it a takeover? I've seen some <laughs> bits from from Sky Blues fan TV on there. Obviously, not paying that much attention to it. Just give us a, the the lowdown on on what's going on there with Coventry City and the takeover. Yeah, so um, we've got this uh, businessman that's come in called Doug King. Um, he has uh, finally took over an eighty five percent share of the club, and um, so he's now uh, he's. Um, said to himself today and it's been announced that he's going to be the director and chairman um, so he's having a double role uh, he's got a few quid in the bank and um, 
He runs a, a local business uh, near Stratford-upon-Avon that make uh, rapeseed oil, uh, but also he's got investments around in this country and the world. Um, and we're, we're just pleased that uh, it's, it's finally come around because it's just been a roller coaster ride. Since the last time we've spoken, we've been evicted. We played at uh, Burton Albion. <laughs> yeah. We had no club shop. We had no online shop. Um, we had no pitch. It's just been a fiasco. But uh, hopefully, the um, yeah, the uh, future's looking bright. And um, we've we've took on a couple of lovely loan signings this week. A uh, young lad from um, Arsenal and uh, a lad from Man City who's been in the Champions League this for Man City. So uh, yeah, it's, it's um, fingers crossed. January because we are a little bit thin on the ground and uh, it's uh, season's taken its toll on such a small squad of 21 man squad well 20 now because there's no color hair for nine months so yeah <laughs> yeah obviously Callum O'Hare got the um was it a cruciate deal ligament that Callum had I think it was wasn't it um big blow for you guys obviously a name that Burnley fans will know quite well we chased him quite a long time in the summer didn't get it over the line obviously I stayed with you guys but um it's going to be a big miss for you isn't it for the rest of the season Absolutely huge. I mean, the the, the guy was out at the beginning of the season with him. I think it was his uh, hamstring. Uh, he, he he was really missed, especially with the run of games that we had where we weren't playing at home. We were playing away and we couldn't get a momentum going. So, But as soon as he come back, we hit the ground running and he sort of uh, just got the team bouncing again. But they've got a, a very capable um, young man of... Um, Casey Palmer that's coming from Bristol, who was out of favour, and AD and Mark Robbins are starting to get the best out of him. He's probably 90% fit, he's, he's nearly is nearly there. Uh, but he can create something as well. So, but uh Callum O'Hare is going to be a massive miss for us um going forwards. But you know that we've we as I say, we've signed a couple of fantastic talent this this week, uh, which hopefully will bring a little bit more flair to the team as well. Yeah, definitely. It will be a big miss, but fingers crossed for you guys that after Saturday, of course, um, these new lads can can start firing up the league table. But you're spot on, though. Like uh, Your sort of like run of decent form coincided with Callum coming back in the team. And of course, Burnley fans are watching that thinking, oh, you know, maybe we should have got it over the line. He's obviously very good um, if he's getting them, you know, playing well. Because I remember last time we spoke, like you said, a lot's gone on since then. Um yeah, um, it, all sorts. It's been a bit of a fiasco, hasn't it? Like you said, down at, down at Coventry. But um, yeah, um, I remember you saying sort of like before um, last time we spoke that you're in a bit of a false position because you'd played all these games away from home. You'd had a few games postponed as well. So you were bottom of the league, I think, just before we played. Obviously, we won 1-0. But, you know, you gave a very good performance. Like not creating too much, but quite gritty and defended quite well as well. But since then... You've kind of gone up and then back down again, haven't you? You've been on a really good run of form before the World Cup and the World Cup's come and you just can't seem yeah. to get going again. It seems like you're just stuttering a little bit at the minute. you think that's a fair assessment? Yeah, definitely. We've um, Yeah, it, it sort of stuttered since um, the World Cup break. We probably didn't want the World Cup break to come. It it come at the wrong time yeah. because we were literally go, going forwards and going up, up the table. But then saying that, we're, we're only four points off the playoffs. Uh, still uh, a game in hand. Well, we're out now because Preston got through the FA. So there's a game that's going to be postponed and move forward. Uh, well, move move late. Um, but uh, you know, we, we we've just got to try and try and get that form going now. And uh, I think a lot of it as well has been to do with off the field during um, 
during the World Cup break when we came back, literally the day after we came back from the World Cup break uh, from a holiday. Um, the, the boys come down, they, they got an eviction notice. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was where we playing next. So that, that can have an effect on the team. And then Callum O'Hare yeah, getting injured has sort of knocked us back a little bit. So we're having to try and, we, we, we were training with the thought of Callum O'Hare being in there. So you, you've got your system that you're playing with and you're training with, but because the games come thick and fast uh, during the Christmas period, it was like um, t- two games a week from, from the, after the world cup, it was just constant, constant, constant. Yeah. So when Callum O'Hare got injured at Sheffield United, it, we couldn't get back on the training field to train in a different formation or to try and train without Callum O'Hare. So, even Robbins alluded to that. He said it's really difficult now because we can't get time on the training pitch to to get our heads around playing without Callum. So hopefully, um, you know, we rested a couple of players for Wrexham. Um, fair play to Wrexham. They came and turned us over, but um, it was one of those. And um, we've had a week off and uh, hopefully they've been able to sort something out ready for this Saturday coming up to Burnley. Yeah, yeah. Like you mentioned there, though, it, it is it is very tight, isn't it? Top two aside, let's be honest. Apart from that, it's, it's all very tight, isn't it, down there? You, I, I was shocked to see you as far down as 14th after the great form that you were in. But then yeah. when I looked at it, you're still, like you say, five points off the playoffs, I think it is, seven points off Blackburn in third. So a few wins, you know, and you're right back in it. I, I guess I guess you're... Uh, well, I, I know you are quite positive personally. Last time I spoke to you, you were talking about potentially hitting the playoffs. I, I guess that's still your aim then, playoffs? Um, I, I would, I would hope so. If I mean, fingers crossed. I'm always positive, and and that's what I always think anyway. But uh, we're so far behind every other team or every team in the championship. You know, we, we've we've got a 21 man squad. Everyone else has got mm. a 31 man squad. So everyone's got 10 more players than us. Our bench is very weak. We haven't got a lot on the bench. Um, it, and it showed last weekend. The depth of the squad is just not is not there. It's just it's just daft. So. When you do get an injury, it sort of does upset it. But if we do hit the playoffs, it's an outside chance. And, um, you know, it, it, it's it's one of those where the, are the heavy, you know, are the angels or whatever looking down on us and, and they're just going to slot us back into that top six, you know, the final six position. Um, and, and we've just got to wait and see. And we, we this January is vitally important to us. We've signed two yeah. players already. Uh, I'm hoping on three more that will that will bolster the squad. There's a few players going out the door as well. I think Todd Keynes um, had a medical yesterday at Charlton. Um, so that looks like he's on his way. Um, and then Tyler Walker, he's on the transfer list. You can have him if you want. You can have him for free. We'll, we'll give you him. Um, and uh, Martin Waggon, you can have him for free as well. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think after last week, Robbins is going to be absolutely ruthless in this January window. And do you know what's amazing for me is that Robbins has got an, a backer now that's coming, and he's gonna he's been able to go and get two players this week that probably last season we wouldn't have been able to go and get. We wouldn't have been able to afford the yeah. wages. We wouldn't have been able to afford to bring anyone in. We bought one person in last January, and that was Bidwell. Uh, and in August we only bought one player in and, and two loans. So um, it's going to be it's going to be nice to see what Robbins does with this money now because. Um, I think it could be massive January for Coventry City and, and this could maybe squeeze us into that top six, hopefully. Fingers crossed anyway. 
Yeah, um, I, I think anyone all the way down from 15th, it, which is Swansea. I'm surprised Swansea are 15th as well. I remember when they came to the turf, yeah. they're in good form as well, but they're all the way down in 15th. I think anyone yeah. down from Swansea in 15th can have realistic ambitions of potentially sneaking in if they hit form and if they have a good January transfer window. And anybody from 16th down, which is Hull, needs to be looking over the shoulder, um, if I'm honest. But you mentioned there January. It's always difficult in January, though, isn't it? January is a difficult month. Prices are inflated. Players don't necessarily want to move as much as they do in the summer. Do you think maybe next season will be the season when this new board can start to put their stamp on the team and then maybe get you into the Premier League? Maybe, yeah. I, th- I think what I think the the best thing about this is that um, we are going to be looking at this transfer window. We can have one more loan, so we'll probably look at loan, and then we'll probably look at bringing in probably two transfers uh, or a couple of players that are coming to the end of their contract. So you're going to get them quite reasonable. And Robins and the backroom staff—they're not daft. They're not going to go out and spend millions on players. I think if someone comes in and buys Vic for, for silly money, then obviously the new owner will, will allow that money to be reinvested. But um, yeah. I, I, know, I know where you're coming from. You know, is, is it going to be next season? But I think we're all looking at it like, as I've just said, you know, three loan, uh, two, one more loan and a couple of players who are just coming out of contracts. So you say it's a difficult month. Every transfer window is a difficult month for Coventry for the last 21 years. So, mm. you know, this is the first time we've had a bit of hope where an, an owner is going to invest money. You see, CSU before their hedge fund, and all they wanted to do was please the shareholders. So they wanted to um, make money to give back to the shareholders. This new owner is there to invest in the club. He wants to invest in Coventry City, he wants to invest in the fans. And he wants to move Coventry forward. And that's, we haven't had that for years, for over 21 years, we haven't had that. And it's just a breath of fresh air for us to think, you know, possibility there could be three, four, maybe five signings coming this month. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Vic there. That's that's a good way of pronouncing it because uh, I, I think I got, I think I butchered his last name. How do you, how do you say that last name? Oh, uh, yeah. So we call him Jokerez. Okay. What's, yeah, what did I say? Jaikarez. <laughs> yeah, but if you play FIFA, um, they say Gorkarez. <laughs> yeah. Just stick with Vic from now on, mate. Uh, yeah, we call him Jokarez, the big sweet. Let's just stick with Vic. Yeah. Big, um, Vic. big Vic. Big Vic. Yeah, Big Vic. Yeah. Um, man in form, done well. Obviously, got a 93rd minute winner against West Brom not that long ago. Um, good in the air. Um, I, 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 if we had our two centre halves, um, I'd be not 100% confident we'd keep him out, but a little bit more confident. But I think it's 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 poor for us to have our mainstay defender out now when coming up against one of the better strikers in the league. Um, what are your thoughts um, for him going up against the Burnley defence this week? Do you think he can get some joy? Did In fact, actually, before you answer that question, did, did he play in the game at the Recall? Sorry, not the Recall, whatever it's called these days. The CBS. That's it, yeah. the CBS. Yeah, did he play in that yeah. one? Because he was very quiet in yeah. that one. But I don't, I don't think yeah. you created much, rather than criticizing him more than anything. Yeah, I don't think we created a lot that day. I think we were sort of, I think we were a little bit scared for some reason. Like when we went to Norwich, we were scared, and and we shouldn't be because we came up against Fulham and everyone last season and turned them over. So, um, I, do you know what? Mo- Monday morning, I, wo- I woke up. I was going into work Monday morning, and do you know what I said to my lad? I says, "I don't. I really don't want to go on there Saturday. I'm dreading it. You know, I was I was absolutely dreading it because we woke up, and you know, you're thinking that some of your players are out, and no one, 
not everyone performed well on Saturday and it was sort of a bit low. Um, and then Tuesday came and with all the news that happened and, you know, the signing and then the takeover, we all went, I'm looking forward to this now. I think it could be um, it, it could be a good game. And Big Vic, if he's on his game, he'll cause anyone trouble. And he will. Um, I, I will say, if, if uh, I, I won't give all the tactics away, but I'll go on. I'll, I'll not. <laughs> we, we like playing the ball um, over the top, down down the wings to him. He loves yeah. He loves picking it up out wide, cutting inside um, and trying to run at defenders and trying to run into the box to try and get a shot away or the edge of the box tries to create a little bit of space to get a shot away. Um, and if he if he does that um, and he's really on form and he's on fire and he's hungry for it, he he's, he's a trouble for anyone. I think a lot of managers that have played against him so far this season said he's the best striker in the championship. Um, but... I, I I don't think he is. There's a lot lot better talent out there, but he is he, he's got to be one of the best strikers for us for for a long, long, long time. Um, yeah, you know, in the champ a championship striker, I would say. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, he, he can be trouble for anyone. I, it'd be it'd be nice to see how he how he fits in with the two new wing backs that we've just got as well because they they look a bit of talent. Yeah, do you think the two new lads are going to be slotting straight into the side, or do you think it'll be bench for the first sixty minutes or something like that? Um, if if it was me, if I was Mark Robbins, I'd chuck them straight in to freshen it all up. It needs freshening up. It's it's we've got no one wing back. We've got no wing backs. It's awful. You know, you had you had Matson, which is a fantastic sign, and I said to you at the last uh, yeah, he's done very season, well. He's what a fantastic well. player he is. He, he's superb, isn't he? And yeah. um, we, we've we've lacked that, and um, uh, it, it's like um, Brooke, who we've got in from Rotherham, he played against you this season already. I think he's played you twice. I think um, mm. he, we tried to get him in the summer. Here you go about transfers. We missed him in the summer because we couldn't afford the wages. <laughs> you know that that's yeah. the situation we're in. So I, I think he'll chuck them straight in and, and freshen it right up because. Um, it, it, you know, it's just uh, superb, to be honest with you. I think he really will. Yeah, fair enough. Um, obviously, a lot of people interested in Big Vic as well. A lot of Premier League clubs. Everton have been rumoured. I think Brentford have been mentioned as well. Um, what's the latest on him going going to a Premier League club? Well, uh, we've been told no one's for sale. Um, and but I, I, Again, no one's for sale unless a silly offer comes in. And, yeah, everyone's um, got a price, haven't they? Everyone's got a price. You know, if, if someone come knocking on your door and lights your car and said, oh, I'll offer you double what, you know, you if you don't want to sell it, but I'll offer you double what it's worth, you're going to take it, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so I, I think um, it, it, if you're any businessman, if you're going to invest it, I'd be worried if it was still CISA in charge because I think if they sold him, CISA would sell him for peanuts. I think this mm. guy would sell him for a good profit and reinvest the money. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Well, fingers crossed for us, it gets sold tomorrow. Um, but um, <laughs> I, I'm not expecting anything like that. I do think we'll be playing up against him. Um, obviously, I always like to ask people what they think of Burnley, especially this season. Last season, I used to hate asking people, well, what do you think of Burnley? These Premier League fans would be like, oh, well, you know, you're not doing that well at the minute. Uh, but of course, 14 points clear of third. Now, it looks pretty much guaranteed that we're going to go up. Five points clear of Sheffield United. I do think, 
I do think Sheffield United will come back into it, but ultimately I'm not asked whether we win the league or not. As long as we go up, I'm, I'm not bothered. Um, but it's looking like we're we're going up. I, I doubt many people will predict Burnley to 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 not go up now. What are your thoughts on how, how we've done this season? Because a lot of people sit there go, oh, well, you brought loads of players in. Of course, you're going to do well. But on the flip side of that, we lost, I think we lost 12 players, you know, brought in 16. It could have easily gone the other way. I think we've done very well to be in the position that we're in. But what, what do you think? I think you're going to lose every game. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair Joking, enough. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I need to tell Glenn, don't invite Miles back on here again. <laughs> No, you, you, you're going to win the league. There's no question about it, is there? You, you're an absolute quality outfit and uh, companies come in and has created a style of football that's um, very similar to ours and uh, it's working for you. And, you know, when you can invest, like, again, we go on to investment. If you can invest money like Burnley have done, you, you're going to, if, if you're not up there, there's something completely wrong, isn't there? Um, you've only got to look at Norwich. You know, they're having an awful season. Um, but uh, yeah, you guys, you're playing some lovely football. Um, and I, as far as I'm concerned, I think you're you're going up. I think I said that early on in the season as well, didn't I? To you, I think you'll you'll win the league. But I think, yeah. um, I think you said top two. Yeah, I, th I think you did yeah. say we go up. I can't remember exactly what was said. But yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, you, you, you different, different, different caliber altogether. You know, and that that's what squads all about. You have got depth. I think you said last time as well. You that's rotate, it. you rotate yeah. Matson. Game one game in, one game out, one game in, one game out. So you're resting players. We, we're playing the same players week in, week out, two games a week, whatever. We're playing the same players over and over and over again, and it don't work. And yeah. um, and and what you've done building the squad, it's worked. Yeah, definitely. Full credit to Alan Pace. Of course, he's invested well. Invested the money that you know brought in from the sale of players, admittedly. Um, so he's invested the club's own money back into the club, yeah. but still, uh, and company's done very well as well. Like you mentioned there, Norwich. They've got a good squad on paper, but they've been absolutely terrible this season. Watford, all right, not been as terrible as Norwich, but they've got some very good players. And some people would say, arguably, they've got a better squad than Burnley on paper, but they've just not been good enough. Um, yeah. It's all about the manager as well on that. But you mentioned earlier as well that you look at your bench and you think, oh, there's not much quality on there. That is, that I think that's the difference between teams like teams that are going to win the league and teams that are battling for, for the playoffs. When we look at our bench, we've got like Nathan Teller and you know Manuel Benson on there, for example, and Ashley Barnes. So that's the difference. We can make, if, if we're, for example, we were 1-0 down against Rotherham earlier in the season, made three or four changes, ended up winning it 2-1. You know, done that a few times, Reading as well. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that, that is the difference. Um, looking ahead to this game then, you said you were looking forward to it. Um, how were you expecting to play? You, you mentioned there's two sort of like similar styles of play. Um, at the CBS, got it right that time. At the CBS, I, I, I did feel you, you lacked a bit of creativity, but you defended quite well. But I feel like that's not really a fair assessment of you. I think you can, mm. if you play well, you can create some some decent chances. So, yeah. how were you expecting it to go? Just two sets. I've got to plug in. I'm going to run out of battery. Two sets. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's 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 me that's not it's me that's not done a, a podcast for a while. Having said that, I'm not plugged in, but I, I did charge viewers. I did, I did charge beforehand. I promise you, but I'm not plugged in. What am I like? What am I like? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. I forgot. I forgot to plug in. <laughs> um. So yeah, style of play. Uh, do you know what? As I say, if if Fix on his game, we'll um, yeah. we're 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 we'll be on fire. We'll be up for it. Hamer, um, we we love keeping the ball on the ground. We like playing it out wide. We like to try and catch teams on the break. We'll, we'll probably um, set up to um, 
take on a bit of pressure um, and um, try and catch you on, on, as I say, on the break. Uh, I think you'll benefit if you're good at set pieces. Um, I think you'll benefit from set pieces because we were absolutely awful last Saturday. I don't know if you've seen it, but we can see the two I've seen shocking the highlights. Goals. Oh yeah, my goodness! Really, really shocking. Um, so set pieces, I'm worried about. But you know what? I am, I am pleased about is that um, if you give us a free kick now, we've got Casey Palmer, who scored our first direct free kick in two years last weekend. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but style of play. I, we, we don't really have a plan B. We have a plan A, and that is to keep the ball on the ground, pass it pass it between each other. Uh, we yeah. like to play out from the back, as you, as you know. Yeah. Um, and I think with the two new wing-backs, we'll probably push forward quite a lot because we're not being able to, um, this season, push forward as much as we did last season because uh, Bidwell's not really a left, left wing-back. Um, Dabo's been injured, so um, he's not really been right since he'd come back from his groin strain. Uh, Eccles, who's who plays in the middle uh, and plays as right back, uh, right wing back. He's He got injured, so there's another injury. Jack Burrows, who filled in at Watford, who had a stunning game. He played at right back. He gets forward. He's got a bit of pace. But I, I believe that we'll probably, you know, um, take on a little bit of uh, pressure and we'll try and catch you on the break. That's how I think we'll, we'll, we'll play on Saturday. Um, but if Robbins is really brave, we'll go for it from kickoff. Um, yeah. You know, it, I think what we did at Watford is probably the game plan we've got to do against you this weekend. And that was to um, allow what we allowed Watford to come at us, um, try to take us on down, down out wide. Um, and then we'd nick the ball and we'll, we would break fast. Um, and if we can do that, um, then the, I could see there'd be quite a lot of goals in the game between both teams. I'm expecting goals to be honest because if if you do if you do push forward with your new wing backs we will exploit that but again if you're going to try and sit back you could exploit us as well especially with an injury yeah. to Taylor Howard Bellis. Um I have got goals in my prediction. I'm going 3-2 to Burnley. Um what 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 are you saying for prediction wise? What should we say Letty? Should we say the other way round? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say uh we'll say 3-2 three, three, Sky Blues. We'll go the other Fair way. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't That's know what the exact. Fair play, letter. I don't know what the exact stat is, but I... someone puts it up on Twitter every week when when we when we don't lose at home. So I'm obviously giving us the kiss of death here, but I think it's been about six years since we lost a championship game at home, and the last team to beat us were Preston North End, which is just typical for us, isn't it? Um, we've got them coming up soon. Um, but Miles, thank you. It's been a pleasure as always. I think that's your third time here on Turfcast. Obviously, we chatted to you about Matson yeah. the earlier game of the season where you came on with two other lads, I think it was. Um, do you just want to let everyone know where they can find you and all your stuff, though? Yeah, so um, I, we're Sky Blue Fans TV. You'll find us on uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and we we do two or three streams a week. And uh, I, if anyone wants to come and talk to me Saturday, I'll be live streaming from outside uh, Turf Moor, uh, round by the away end, and then inside the ground as as well, just before kickoff. So um, yeah, if, if if you can't make the game. And you want to tune in? Go onto YouTube. Go Skybury Fans TV. You see us live streaming from Turf Moor on on Saturday. Definitely, definitely. Are you doing that before the game, after the game, or during, or all three? It's uh, before the game, so um, we do it. I do it every week now. Every game, home and away, uh, live stream from um, the, all, all the away stadiums, and then the home home games are streamed from Dylan's Brewery, which is near the ground. Um, 
and uh, we get all the home fans on and we just have a little general chat about the game and about what's been happening. So uh, it's been really good, actually. We did we did Sheffield on Boxing Day and it, it was great outside. We got some Sheffield fans chatting to us and things like that, you know, and, and the Sky Blue fans and then inside the ground and people tune in if they can't make it and, and watch it because it's something different for everybody. Yeah, happy days. Well, enjoy your journey up, mate. The weather's not been Thank great you. up here, but it's not been great absolutely anywhere, has it, at the minute, no. to be honest? So you probably no. know exactly what it is. I'm in Doncaster on Tuesday and it was worse there than it has been here. I couldn't Blimey. believe it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's been it's been terrible. But thank you for coming on, mate. Enjoy your journey up. Good luck for the rest of the season, except after Saturday, of course. <laughs> Thanks for having us on and Happy New Year, everyone. See you all Saturday. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.